Says we're live, so we're live. Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Cosplay Bites, the show about cosplay convention, content creators, and all the nerdy bits and bites in between. Um, starting off strong with the next episode for season five, and I'm very excited because we've been trying to plan this for weeks, but she got sick, other schedule stuff got in the way. I'm extremely happy that she's feeling better and is able to be with me tonight. Well, when I'm rec- when we're recording this, you're probably not going to listen to this at night unless you do. No, no, no shame. I don't know. Maybe you, maybe you use my show to go to sleep. That's neat. I don't know. In any case, I'm rambling. Please welcome K Jora Cosplay. Hello. And okay, so we're done. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, you're a cosplayer. Um, bona fide nerd. I know. I think I just, like some people I've had on the show before, I just stumbled upon you on the internet, on possibly Instagram. And then I believe it was. I think you did some lewd versions of Pokemon. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, she's cute. I'll follow her." <laughs> and then, and then I think, I think, I feel like immediately after that, you came out with um, Bo-Katan from The Mandalorian. Oh yeah. So we'll get into that, but before <laughs> we do that, um, I'm gonna give the floor to you and basically give me or give the audience your. I'll call it your nerd origin story. So when did when My did it lore. all start? Your lore. When did your story start? <laughs> oh man, long, long ago. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. I've always kind of been a nerd growing up. Um, I remember my first and most favorite type of gaming really is MMOs. I played a little bit of the N64. I think I played Donkey Kong, and then I dabbled in Pokemon. Um, but my first gaming love would be MMOs. I started off playing this game called Lineage 2, and that's really oh. what began all of it, or that's where it all began. <laughs> okay. Um, I did not start cosplaying until about two years ago. My Score Bunny was really my true first cosplay. My that first... was it. Yeah, that was it. I was like, which yeah. Pokemon? I, I thought my head was saying it was Charizard. No, no, it was, no. It was Score Bunny. It was Score Bunny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The new, um, the new Fire Starter yeah, for the <coughs> new Gen. So that was my first cosplay build, um, and that was about two years ago. And I'm starting to gain some traction, but just yeah, learning along the way, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, two years. Oh, yeah, you're you're a little baby. You're a baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I've... It, coming up on 10 years for me in oh, April. Oh, yeah? Yeah, when I started cosplaying and went to uh, PAX East for my first con. Oh, that's exciting. Solely to meet Jessica Negri. Because yes. at that time... I mentioned this in the last episode, so you're going to hear it again, just for, for her to learn more about me. So, haha. Um, <laughs> the uh, Yeah, that was back when she won the um, Lollipop Chainsaw competition and oh, became yeah. became the spokesmodel for uh, the game. 
And I think within that, by winning that, she, I guess, signed up to do, I guess, their, like, press media tour or whatever. And PAX East just happened to be on the list. Oh, man. And, I mean, I had sort of kind of interacted with her before online and then met her. She's awesome, still is, and I'm here today basically because of that. Like, the rest is history, as people would say. <laughs> um, I, I feel the same way. Just couldn't agree was the start of it all for me, too, as far as cosplay goes. Really? Oh, yeah. Um, back when YouTube was young in the early 2000s, I stumbled upon her her home videos there her mail mondays and oh yeah <laughs> i loved watching those videos honestly i was i was bullied a lot in high school so i would come home and watch oh, her videos and it would just make me feel a lot better a lot happier um to know that there are people like that, that there are people that are into the same things as me and they're living their best life. And, you know, she was a huge motivator, um, huge inspiration for me. Actually, my score bunny was strictly inspired by her costume. Um, I was going to say, I mean, <laughs> yeah, vague. I mean, I'm sure you put your own twist on it. I, I think it wasn't, it wasn't like a one to one copy, but it was, I, I could definitely yeah. tell that it was very inspired by her. Oh, version yeah. Of it. Yeah. That was the first time I've ever made any sewing project so it's oh really it's kind of funny the first the first costume costume cosplay that i sew is a, a lewd bikini <laughs> that's an homage to how much i'm inspired no, nothing wrong with that <laughs> yeah but lewd, um lewd everything you want if you like it i mean i liked it it was hot oh. <laughs> it was <good>. thanks <laughs> i like it too um yeah. yeah she holds a very special and dear spot in my heart and i did meet her at tampa bay comic-con one year i think it was ooh, uh, more than like two years ago probably three or four um oh my god i was so nervous so i met her and ryan um yep but <laughs> if i if i post the original picture which i only have one you can see that like i'm so nervous that i was too afraid to like touch her basically so oh like, god i still and... am nervous even though i've known her <laughs> a long ass time yeah so like... it, 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 I, I i don't know it's like she as big as she is and it's just it's just insane so, yeah I mean... she's just it's it's like you know looking up to your idol which uh, i i have a hard time getting over that whenever i meet like bigger cosplayers i'm like oh my god you're so amazing you're so amazing i'm starstruck and yeah i just i just get so yeah flustered so enamored. Yeah. yeah no me too i still do yeah. yeah um no i'm trying to think what yeah so i met her as juliet starling i've seen her in person when she was wearing outfits like her um <coughs> her she wore her Sith Lord outfit at a New York Comic Con one year. Uh, when I went to Castu, I think maybe 2018, she wore her Syndra Goza, which was insane. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, Syndra was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So before we become a, uh, we're obsessed with Jessica Negri podcast. Uh, <laughs> who isn't? <laughs> who isn't? Who isn't? Question of the day. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so that's 
that's actually cool that we actually kind of had the same origin story in terms of like oh, con- yeah. or, um cosplay because i mean she really did it she she's inspired a lot of people there's a lot of people in the community especially one of my closer friends uh miss julie ray you know she always calls jessica negri her mother of cosplay um completely enamored by jessica negri as well um yeah she did that for a lot of people she was very inspiring and i'm glad she put her content out there you know i wouldn't be as happy as i am today if you know i didn't see her videos and decide to follow that life path essentially yeah i mean credit to her and like the very other the other immediate cockpit i met after her or through her uh i mean i've gone on record saying this a dozen dozen times she essentially like saved my life in terms of like depression and like yeah i've gotten a second family through cosplay thanks to meeting her right jess if you somehow listening to this we love you (laughs) oh gosh i'm I'm still hoping to have you on my show at one point (laughs) one point one day i don't know how or when one day i don't know but yeah cosplay cosplay is definitely a safe community a very loving community it does have like you know it's bad size but society in general has its bad sides so yeah i mean we could touch upon that later um let's see yeah no i was i was gonna like <coughs> brag cough cough i think i was in some of her mail mondays i think uh- <laughs> way back when cough cough don't mean to brag i'm kidding um let's see so started in cosplay in 2018 um yeah i guess just how's it how's it been like through going to cons and yeah yeah um i so i get competitive um oh but not with others just with myself i like i have an insatiable desire to learn and just grow so cosplay is a perfect platform for that because there's just there's so much that goes into it you know there's there's foam work there's warbler there's sewing there's painting makeup art uh wig styling um then you start with working with special effects props all that um leds which i just recently uh dabbled in yeah it's 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 a huge it's a huge field and you know, at the end of the day, you're almost nothing short of an engineer with how much stuff you have to learn and all Pretty that. Pretty much, yeah. I like the building aspect of it for sure. Um, that's probably my favorite part of it. I've always liked doing hands-on things and being able to create stuff. Right. That actually a solid segue into... Um... So you like, I'm, I mean, I've noticed from some of your posts on Instagram and all that, like you share like really neat tricks that others have posed that you have found useful in oh, hopes yeah. that maybe they'll be useful to other cosplayers in the, um, in the community. Um, so it sounds like you've done it all in a way. And now I'm curious if you have a personal favorite, like do you prefer sewing working with fabric or are you a foam smith kind of girl <laughs> let me tell you foam working is a lot less frustrating than sewing I sewing it. in itself is just a vast art because there's you know the same way with cosplay that there's so much you can do it's the same goes for sewing um 
And there's so much that can go wrong with sewing. And yeah. I think the most frustrating part is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the most frustrating part is like, you know, stitching a line and then having to rip it all out and doing that three times over. That's oh, frustrating. God. Oh, God. I think I've only sewn like one thing in my life. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, never touched, to... yeah. Never touched a sewing machine. I actually sold my sewing machine recently. Oh, yeah. I was, I was like, I'm never going to use this again. Honest to God. Like, because <laughs> a lot it's, of my um, yeah. yeah it's definitely yeah. a it's definitely a beast um so foam smithing i love foam smithing i'm learning how to work with warbler right now which i've come to find that the different types of warbler have different outcomes yep. um so that is a little frustrating but the brown warbler i've come to find the original warbler is uh the most fruitful in my um workings and everything yeah so yeah the uh i mean i know the black warble is very good with painting i mm -hmm. think if i remember correctly this is just funny because you're talking about how you're using warble for the first time and i'm sitting here going oh back in my day like i <laughs> i was there when it started right warble was big back in the day yeah when kamui cosplay and yaya han brought it over it was yeah. huge it was like, like a game changer back then Oh yeah. Oh my god. This is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've only worked with the OG brown kind of smelled like food warbla. It's a sweet smell. The sweet smell, like gingerbread, I yeah. think. I don't well, remember. I don't have scraps in my closet right Thermoplastic now. gingerbread. <laughs> <laughs> the black one doesn't smell like that. No, it doesn't. No, the white one I've uh, also have a roll of is I just can't get that to work in my favor it's really? extremely frustrating so. i've never the clear warble i've never worked with it before no it's a white one. Oh, it's a white one. Oh, it's just straight yeah. okay i thought it was a clear one maybe i'm thinking something else. i do have the clear one i've heard that the clear one is also kind oh of there is a clear one with. okay i'm not i'm not making that yeah. up okay but the cool thing about the clear one is um you can boil a pot of water put fabric dye in it and then dip the clear one in it and have transparent uh tinted warbla yeah i yeah i've seen videos of that in action that's really neat yeah um cool um so you prefer armor working um i mean i guess we could dive into some of your cosplay that i picked out that i thought were really freaking neat <laughs> okay. um for I guess some deep dives, or you have like favorite parts of working on these outfits, or your least favorite frustrating parts. So I get we'll start with what I mentioned earlier, your Boca Tan cosplay. Okay. From the Mandalorian, um, that is friggin' insane. Like Thank the, you. the the paint the paintwork was amazing, and I just loved how it just all how it all looks on you, and it just feels like it just fit naturally. So. I'm curious, how did you get it all attached to your body? Like, is it all attached, like, via fabric or, like, straps or... Oh, man. So, the original idea with Bo-Katan was based off of a concept art from a very lewd artist called Crossbow Pussycat. And I did message him and get permission to cosplay it. The first shots of Bo-Katan 
is the very lewd bodysuit that goes with it. Um, I shot oh. that with Operation Shutter. That is where I touched, attached all the armor to as far as like the breastplate and the um, lower uh, waist plates and all that. Okay. Yeah, that was actually my first foam build. Um, I was working on Unifer before that, but I actually stopped because I was extremely frustrated with it. And then okay. I saw a video from Odin Makes where he made the Bo-Katan helmet. And this is right after I watched The Mandalorian. And I was like, OMG, I freaking love that uh, character. She's amazing. She's super powerful. She's inspiring. I want to be that. So then Odin Makes released, it a, vi released a video um, making the helmet. And he included a free template. So I downloaded it. And oh, I made it. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My seams on that helmet are not great, especially on the top. But okay. the best part of that entire build by far is the painting. I had so much fun with the painting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Paint Painting is always... It's it, it just weirdly, like, therapeutic. And then, oh, like, yeah. you, when you're working out of, um, you know, you make the thing at its base and then you're just painting and you're watching it like essentially come to life like finally mm -hmm. like from all the pictures that you were looking at and it can make you really feel proud that like yeah you made this and now like here it is all in oh, its yeah. uh, color glory mm -hmm. i know i definitely i felt that with a lot of my armor build that i've done back then mm -hmm. um especially hard when i was able to make um Riku's um keyblade from Kingdom Hearts too. Oh yeah. Um, just painting it because I carved it out of wood, uh, and that was a long, crazy, fun process throughout one summer. Oh, that's really um, cool. Yeah, no, just painting it and just seeing it finished was just mind blowing. That's like that's still, um, I think that'll always be my most um prized um prop that I've ever made that I'm proud of. So. I've got that probably displayed in my apartment somewhere. <laughs> I would definitely do that too. Um, Bo-Katan's helmet is like on a shelf in my craft room for inspiration. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you actually did touch upon painting being the favorite part. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it was. Um, it was very thick, like you said. Um, I, I definitely included a lot of battle damage. <laughs> it's I'm my cosplay is essentially Bo-Katan on her worst day. Um, <laughs> so okay. there is a lot of battle damage in that cosplay. I went crazy with that silver marker, but at the same time, I feel like the roughness of it kind of tied it together. Yeah. So yeah, it definitely did. Yeah. The but, um. Go ahead. Oh, as far as the um, you asked about the attachment, there was um, made a bodysuit, and I glued everything onto that bodysuit, and then everything else is like um, bull and uh, webbing, the belt webbing, I think is what it's called. But okay. yeah, just that really. Right. Don't think I've ever used that kind of stuff for my armor attachment. I just use straight up um, Velcro straps and patches. Yeah. Um, and that's worked. Oh um, yeah. For sure. Um, 
So then the other outfit I've got for you is... I mean, I don't know. I just haven't been seeing your post because Instagram is very, very wacky. Mm -hmm. um, with this timeline algorithm bullshit. Uh, <laughs> but you... But you did a Black Cat 2099 version? I did. What the hell? That was insane. Like, I just first <laughs> saw the picture as I was, like, looking over your profile, like, getting info on, like, what do I ask Kay, like, during this whole thing. And I saw the Black Cat, and I was like, what? When did this happen? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's, um, I, that is probably the most proudest i've been of a build as of good. late um, good. that is my second huge build i i sewed um so i sewed score bunny and then i took like a six month break i made bo katan and then shortly after i started making black cat so <laughs> what happened was i was looking up for inspiration just Googling random characters and I Googled black cat and I saw this like Tron type variation of black cat. It's and very I, Tron like, yeah. Yeah. And I love Tron. Tron Ooh. is so cool to me. Oh my God. <laughs> it's, it, it, I mean, I, I don't know if I knew of Tron back then, but like, I feel like the first time I've seen Tron or heard of Tron was, um, when he was, um, he had his own world in the second Kingdom Hearts game. And then I think I saw the original movie. Yeah. I mean, you can I didn't know it was in make... Kingdom Hearts. That's exciting. Yeah, he had his own uh, Space Paranoid. That was the name of the world. Um, yeah, and then I think Tron Legacy got a world in the 3DS Kingdom Hearts game that came out a couple years later. Oh. Um, yeah, no, Tron was fun to watch. Tron was... It did something to me. I loved Tron. I still love Tron, and I have plans to cosplay Jim. Um, oh, but sure. yeah, so I I saw this concept art, and the concept art is uh, by the artist Phil Noto. And I said, oh my god, I'm going to do that. <laughs> so that took a lot of foam smithing learning. I worked with Plastizote, which is LED foam. I referred to Community Cosplay's videos for a lot of the LED building process and her books as well. Her books are very helpful. Um, mm -hmm. So I soldered basically, I, I, I don't know lengthwise, but I know it was two boxes worth of white LED strips into the costume. Um, sewed the bodysuit, everything's made from scratch. And I was very proud of that bodysuit. It is not comfortable or the cosplay, I should say, but the cosplay itself is definitely not comfortable to wear um, for oh, really? extended period of time. Oh yeah, because it's um it's a very it's a neoprene type fabric, so it doesn't breathe well. Oh, okay. In itself, the fabric is very soft, very comfortable. Um, but when it you're looks in, it. I'm looking at a picture right now. It looks very soft. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's a very streamlined bodysuit. Um, but when you're in a temperature environment like a hot or cold environment you definitely feel the extreme of both wearing the bodysuit so oh, it's yeah. not super comfortable but yeah. all in all that is probably the best cosplay that i've done to date and hopefully i uh i can expand upon that i get a gut feeling you will yeah the helmet <laughs> looks the helmet looks neat so this was a concept art 
Yeah, so this is a one-shot cover art, I believe. Um, I have, you can buy the comic off of Amazon. I was going to um, say, like, I mean, I'm not that huge into Marvel or very involved in, like, Spider-Man. I'm like, I know there is a Spider-Man 2099, but I have mm -hmm. no idea if there was a Black Cat. If there oh, was yeah. a Black Cat 2099, like, in the comic itself, I feel like I would have known about it by now. <laughs> yeah, so the cover art... It's just, that's it. So the actual comic itself doesn't expand upon that outfit anymore. It's just the one cover art that I had to go off of. It's just a fancy, it's just a fancy cover art. Okay, so it's not in the yeah, comic itself. Interesting, no. interesting. But, um, yeah, not many people knew about it. A lot of people asked me who I was, which is okay. Um, but it was kind of cool walking around like Dragon Con and MegaCon, and some people are like, "Oh, that's Black Cat 2099," and I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> I'm not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the one. I'm not the odd man out. <laughs> right. Um, and I did submit that costume to a competition. Uh, my first ever competition display. I submitted to Ultimate Online cosplay championship or cosplay format and i placed i placed uh in the top fin and then i've in my category nice yeah yeah no well deserved the uh the kneecap pads are cute <laughs> thanks really really sleek look to them yeah that is that like your wig poking out of the helmet yeah, so that's actually a deconstructed wig. Um, I had to go in okay. and individually cut the wefts out. And essentially, and I learned this from Kenpatsu, um, you take a PVC pipe and you take insulation foam and you glue two pieces of insulation foam together, shove the PC, PVC pipe into the bottom of it, and then carve it out into essentially an oval and then start hot gluing the wefts of the wig to it to make a ponytail. And so that okay. PVC pipe goes into the back of my helmet. And um, it's it's uh, it's actually resined in place because that was the only thing that could hold the weight. To secure it in place so I didn't fall. Yeah, yeah, UV yeah. resin. Yeah, you've worked with a lot of stuff. <laughs> I like working with new materials. It's fun to learn. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I haven't cosplayed in a long time. Like, I did default to the outfit I already had. Mm -hmm. um, and to be honest with you, I don't even think I'd ever do any cosplay build again. Like, I'm... I don't know. I guess I'm just content, like, doing my show, going to cons, covering them if possible, or meeting up with friends, or just... Yeah. Wear, wearing my casual cosplay that I have, that I still have. Um, because I know a lot, some stuff got thrown out, or some stuff is still there in a giant storage bin somewhere. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just staring at Black Cat a little more. How are the, uh, how are the claws attached to the glove? I mean, it's probably an easy answer. <laughs> um, so it took a little bit of brainstorming for that, because, um, in the cover art, the claws light up. Unfortunately, I could not make that happen because since the whole bodysuit streamlined, it was hard to run wires into the gloves. Sure. Um, but I did find out that UV resin is very light conducive. Um, so I, I took acrylic nails, like 
the nail forms that when you get acrylic nails put on at the nail salon, um, I bought those off of Amazon and I filled up of them with UV resin for intention of putting an LED light on it. And I essentially just glued it onto the glove because I couldn't get the LED light to work. So it's just attached to the glove. From glue. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I did a very, very, very orthodox way that didn't work. Um, back when I did a, I commissioned one of my friends to do a gajinka of, um, Wolf O'Donnell from Star Fox, specifically mm -hmm. his, um, look from, um, Smash Brothers Brawl. Mm -hmm. And what I interpreted his gloves as is I bought these, like, really long, they were long rubber gloves that were black, and I made his claws out of warbler, and, like, I made, like, the claw itself, but then, like, attached to the bottom of the claw were, like, this, like, cylinder, like, small black piece mm -hmm. of warbler. And I just, it's actually almost like a glove for the glove. Like, I slipped the claws onto the glove. Yeah. And they did not stay. Oh, no. Because the glove was rubber. So I think I eventually just gave up on it. I was like, I'll just go with my hands, whatever. That's the one thing is... um Especially with the neoprene fabric, too. You can't get anything to stick to it. Uh, you can't get a sticky backside. You, uh, super glue doesn't really work. Um, hot glue does not work. Essentially, you're just going to have to, like, sew it on at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Or rubber cement would probably work. Oh, okay. Hmm. I'm just, like, poking through your Instagram right now. <laughs> Your Among Us cosplay is pretty dope. Thank you. That helmet is giant. Yeah. Yeah. Was that fun to make? Well, I didn't make the helmet. I actually bought it online. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fun to wear, I bet. It was a pain in the butt to paint. I actually had to sand the surface in order for the paint to stick. Um, oh, really? Yeah. It didn't, it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so I had to paint it purple because it, it started off as white. Um, and that was a process because I was trying to make it like a chrome purple, but it ended up not working out. Right. It looks dope to me. So. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I guess on top of all that, we'll, um, actually we'll save that for later. Um, so I guess you've been, to, you've been to a couple of recent cons. Mm-hmm. Even during the pandemic, I think we had talked about earlier about mentioning what, what was the last one you went to? I went to Hallmat. Oh, okay. How yeah. was that? Oh, it was so much fun. Um, literally, everybody showed up to Hallmat. I think that was the most attendees that they've had in history. Um, oh, wow. A lot of big names showed up. It was it was almost intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a yeah. lot of fun, though. I um I met a lot of new cosplayers, a lot of people that I've been friends with uh, through Instagram, and I had a great time. Cool. Yeah. What yeah. um. What was it? Was it a three day, four day event? It was a three day event. Okay. Um. What outfits did you bring to it? Oh, okay. So 
for Friday was the competition. So I brought Black Cat 2099. Okay. Saturday, I wore Frappy. Okay, yep. Took me a second, but like, I know who that is. <laughs> okay. Yep. So Saturday I wore frappy, had lots of fun. I actually, I did like a bikini frappy the first half and then a costume frappy the second half. And then Sunday was a group cosplay. Um, it was the group Among Us cosplay. Oh, okay. So that's where it came from. Yeah. Oh, now it makes sense with the freaking candy canes. I thought that was just like a throwaway <laughs> hat that you can wear in the game. No, you were at home at. Everyone yeah. breaks out the Christmas stuff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That makes 10 times more sense. Cool. That's... <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah, were there any um, any like standout memorable moments from that con for you? Oh man, just meeting all the different people, um, getting to interact with all my online friends for the first time in person. Um, I met Cheesecake Panda and Crash Candy cosplay in person, and they're fantastic people. I'm actually working with them uh, with Misty Mountain Gaming and. Um, Oh my gosh, they're just, they're beautiful souls, fantastic people. I got to hang out with uh, my friend, Miss Julie Ray, um, Magical Cat Girl, all those people. Just, it, it's, it was, it's a huge community thing. And yeah. Yeah. I just, I really enjoyed meeting new people. I met like all, you know, my Discord friends, Olive, um, Shep, all of them. So. Yeah. Yes. I th well, I mean, it sounds like that, that'd be the one thing that you love the most about this whole cosplay community since getting into the hobby, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I met, um, let's see, I met a lot of people at the after parties, too. Oh, my gosh. The after parties were insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember Thursday night. I think everybody really got there on Thursday night. Thursday night and Friday night. Um met so many people i met feisty v and chainsaw they're both so sweet and beautiful people as well um and then i think i think friday night is the night that i got really drunk <laughs> okay so, all right yeah <laughs> tell me the deets oh what, man what did you do i that don't know it's hard to remember you don't know <laughs> It's, I remember just like yelling and having a great time. I bought Coquito oh and I was uh, passing that around um, and I was just hanging out with Crash Candy and we were just both very drunk and having a great time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I've only been to, gosh. I mean, it's not because I was old. I just didn't have an interest and I just got tired really easily. Um, but I've gotten more tolerance to staying up way later. Mm -hmm. I guess I could say thanks to previous jobs I've had for that. I don't know. But, um, I've only been to one after party and it was for PAX East. Uh, oh man, I, I thought that I was went, crazy. Yeah, when I went there in media in 2020 before shit hit the fan. Uh, that was, that was great. Um, yeah, yeah that was a lot of fun. I got to hang out with some of my close friends that were there. And attended the event, really bonded with them a lot, and um, definitely a crazy night. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, the... Hallmat was insane. There's um, 
There's actually this one 18 plus event called Hottest Men in Anime where these guys will all dress up as anime characters and just take their clothes off and people oh cheer. I think I, I think I heard of that. What were they were they mimicking like Magic Mike or something? Or something it's like essentially that? that. It's a competition. Um, oh my god! Yeah, and there's there's <laughs> a judge panel. Um, and they just they go up there and they they shake they shake their stuff and somebody wins the big title of hottest man in anime. <laughs> okay, all right. Did you, did, did you have a personal favorite? Oh gosh, um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There was um, there was a guy there from Lore Olympus, um, so that was that was pretty good. His, okay, it was fun to see because I um, if you watch, if you read webtoons, Lore Olympus is like a really big thing on webtoons. It is a big thing. I have not read it. I think I read a couple of chapters, but I'm like, oh yeah. god, oh god, it's so, too so- big. So someone showed up as Hades from Lore Olympus. <laughs> oh boy! So that was pretty cool to see. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's see. What about um? Yeah, so you just like. So with the, the movie, um, I mean there were like vendors and booths there at the home at right. Mm-hmm. Or is it okay? No, I, I mean I. From what I've seen, it just sounds like. I mean, maybe it is like half of a party con. So oh to yeah, speak. it's yeah. definitely like the party con of the Christmas uh, or the holiday time frame, I believe. Right. So, because I mean, it's Florida, so it's it's warm outside, and they have heated pools, and you know everybody flies from up north down there, or you know from wherever they're flying from and it's warm and they're just getting drunk and having a great time. Yeah. And who doesn't want to produce cosplay swimsuit content? So. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. If you're doing, yeah. Swimsuit content is pretty good. Another <laughs> solid, solid segue into your lewd boudoir only fans work. Oh uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and you're just feeding me the good segues. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> Okay, so how's that? How's that been working out? As um, it's it's since you good. started doing it, yeah, yeah. So, you know, like I said, um, being very inspired by Jessica Negri, she does produce um, a certain type of content, and I've I've always looked up to that. I always thought that it was very like uh, empowering, very beautiful, like very strong woman vibes mentality and that's something that i wanted to do i wanted to feel that way i i wanted to be strong and beautiful and courageous i've i've always been shy um i still am shy to this day (laughs) so um content is definitely an outlet for me um it's a very it's a confidence builder for me um and you know i do feel like it does get a bad rep especially on websites like reddit um Oh yeah, uh, man, it's it's a it's a battlefield over there. Um, I, I don't bother with Reddit. That's why. <laughs> yeah, some of the nastiest comments I've ever gotten was from Reddit. But um, 
I just I think it's it's a beautiful thing. I really do. Um, it's women celebrating their sexuality, and men do the same thing. Men produce lewd content as well, and it's them celebrating their sexuality and right. You know, bringing bringing another side to a two dimensional character. Mm. Is there a um? Okay, so well, do you go? Maybe maybe that is the right word. Do you like go all out on like building out like sets when you do oh, like man. some of the? Um, no, I don't. I'm not really good with decorating, like interior decoration. I'm <laughs> oh, so okay. bad at. All right. Um, my house has no furniture in it because I just don't know how to decorate. Um, the plus furniture is expensive. Why buy furniture when you can buy cosplays? Um. Yeah. Set design is something I've always struggled with. So I, I usually rely on um, the photographers that I'm working with for a set design. Like, like on location shoots and all that? Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 And then um, I'm trying to dabble in self-shoots too and like learn the TikTok platform as well. Um, I'm not going to lie. I definitely struggle with TikTok. I just feel like I'm I so don't far bother. behind. I don't bother. I'm just there to fangirl about everyone else that does the content because it seems like a lot of work. Yeah. And I do not have the time. Yeah. Like, I see some of these girls were doing their, like, cosplay transitions, and I'm just looking at it like, <laughs> okay, so how did you shoot that? You have to, right. like, pinpoint exactly, like, Well, they have the to, like, set aside time to be in regular clothes and then set aside time to be in cosplay. You like shoot during where you're cold, you stop the video and you go, okay, gotta go change, do, 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 do. Yeah. And then like just kind of like, like, no, I can't do that. I don't want to do that. I don't have that time anymore. <laughs> it's definitely hard work for sure. I um, commend everyone that's on that platform that can do stuff on it. Oh, yeah. I mean, very creative people on that platform. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, the the loot stuff, you know, it it does, it does get judged um, half the time. But I try not to let that bother me because that's just something that I enjoy. It's a creative outlet for me as well as building. You know, it's I do major builds and I do loots, and I like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do 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 what you love. That's the exact kind of mentality that one should have in the cosplay world like not let anyone else tell them what they can and can't do in cosplay who they can and shouldn't cosplay right like you know it's a really good mentality to have so right really commend you on that i'm just looking at your like um i'm looking at your um bo -Katan sexy starbucks girl thing and i'm like oh uh, yeah, yeah that's actually yeah, no, my that... biggest post <laughs> that <laughs> oh, is, is the most viral post i've ever had oh my god <laughs> i've I'm got like, i'm like hovering over I'm like yep yep yeah, yeah a thousand think... a thousand a thousand seven hundred five that whoa okay yeah five thousand follow or likes on that one and like yeah. a lot of comments um i think i got like 500 followers from that which when Good you for have you. Yeah. smaller numbers it's it's a big deal um, especially when instagram is one yeah. of the most frustrating platforms i feel for cosplayers yeah all the censorship even when the, all the sexual stuff like the shadow banning and the straight up account banning deletions yeah. and all that it's i don't i don't know like 
I just remember and recall it getting really out of hand with a lot of girls that I knew getting off of the platform or just like yeah. sh just shadow man. And I'm just thinking to myself, no, it it really is still unfortunately like a dominant platform that people have to use. So it, oh yeah, I mean it's it's essentially a portfolio, um, especially for content creators it is your portfolio it is your platform and it's a major platform i think tiktok is starting to take over in that aspect which is why instagram is trying to focus on reels now um i feel like i, I keep hearing that instagram f well they also view snapchat as their competition but like i don't mm -hmm. I which just is why they do the stories like, yeah i just do snapchat for like with my close friend that i have on there Right. I don't even use Snapchat. I think I haven't I haven't used Snapchat in like four years. <laughs> yeah. Definitely behind the curve on that one. But um yeah, that that's the unfortunately the censorship has really gotten out of control. Um like you go on platforms like Twitter and they have almost no censorship, but at the same time it's very hard to amass followers and get exposure on Twitter. Yeah. There's like no censorship, but I I have seen and heard of people getting shadow banned on there, which is not good. It's it's still, and like people are saying that like they'll like see like straight up porn or like nudity on Instagram or Twitter at certain point, but they don't get banned, right? Or whatever, yeah. which is which is very. I don't know. It's 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 just not right. Where you're essentially playing favorites. Right, and then you try to report an account, and they're like, "We don't see anything wrong with this account, even though it's impersonating you." It's it's unfortunate, you know. Oh, God, it's yeah. it's very imbalanced, but I don't know. I feel like Instagram is going to peak at some point, and then it's going to start fading away, just how Facebook's starting to fade away. Yeah, um, not many cosplayers use Facebook anymore, and that was the thing back in the day. Yeah. Well, Facebook, I've come to find, is a very valuable resource when it comes to uh, getting exposure with cosplay. Like, you, you have to, unfortunately, exhaust all your avenues when it comes to gaining followers. But, um, yeah. yeah, you have Facebook groups. Um, the only thing that sucks about them sometimes is that they're, they're, they have rules of no promotions allowed, which I don't know. I don't feel like that's necessarily fair sometimes. Yeah, no, I I feel like I've honestly have gotten most of my recognition and following through Twitter. So mm -hmm. that's still like my, my all-time like most used slash favorite platform. Mm -hmm. Like I, I just use Instagram to like either share pictures of like my own like personal life or all all the goodies, all the nerdy goodies I get. Like either art books or comics or now slowly it's going to become a haven for my new cat that I got last year. <laughs> Um, Aww. Yeah. I think she's still under my bed. Okay. Well, I'll go bother her later. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. So, Hallmat was the last con you went to. Um, so, like, have you been to many cons since you started in 2018? Um, I... Recently did a big push this year to try to attend the most cons that I've ever attended. So I went to MegaCon. I went to um, Brandon Comic Con. I went to Spooky Empire, Hall Matt, Dragon Con. Um, this year coming up, I was going to go to Katsu. I actually uh, canceled my plans for Katsu just because Oh, of did you? 
Yeah, just because of um, all the the COVID uh, outbreaks and stuff right now, um, it'd yeah. be a very hard thing to navigate, especially in Washington, um, where the epicenter is. And uh, oh, yeah. I'm going to focus on um, other conventions. Uh, next month, I'm not going to be going to any conventions. I have a surgery that I'm going to be recovering from, but... Um, I'll be going to MegaCon. I will be going to DragonCon most likely. Um, Hallmat for sure. I think I'm going to go to Anime Week in Atlanta. Okay. Um, and then there's like a there's a convention in Pensacola. I was thinking about attending. So, yeah. <laughs> Have you had a personal favorite con yet? Or I think you. Oh man, <laughs> it's kind of hard to decide between Hallmat and DragonCon. They're just both fantastic conventions. DragonCon is definitely a older crowd. Like you do have young it people is. there, but it, it is, is a yeah, it's a more older crowd. Which, in a sense, it it makes the partying f- more fun. It's not necessarily known for its raves, but it's known for its room parties and bar parties and everything. Um, yep, I've heard that. Yep. And then Hallmat is more known for like the raves and the pool parties and uh, mm-hmm. it's a younger crowd. So, you know, it's 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 two sides to the big old cosplay coin of what experience you're looking for. Um Dragon Con is more of a more of a traditional convention with like comics and um, fantasy, Dra- fantasy, sci-fi, steampunk, yeah. yeah. And then yeah, Hallmat yeah. is definitely more anime than Dragon Con. Yeah. Yeah. Is there? Well, okay. So I guess leading into the next one would be: Are there any cons that you would love to go to, like just at least once, or like in the future? And I imagine uh, Katsukon was one of those cons. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, I honestly went there for the first time in 2017 mm-hmm. and 2018. It'll be only two years I went. And they were, holy smokes, it was so much fun. It was basically me running around either finding cosplay that I really liked and just meeting and becoming really close with a lot of friends that I was friends with online. Yeah. Or, um friends that i was actually rooming with so i actually got sort of lucky in that i would i the two years i went i roomed with like the same group of people in like the same type of room same type of hotels because i essentially lobby conned it um i did not get a pass for the con i just hung out in the gaylord the entire time and it was a blast (laughs) Yeah, um, I mean, I've heard it's like a huge photography convention. I don't really know what KatsuCon is about. You are correct. It, it oh my god, it like it's like freaking gardens and like the 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 infamous fabled gazebo is there and it's just mm-hmm. like well, not just like like there's like a a giant like water fountain area in the bottom level. Like there's like. There's, like, small gift shop. There's, like, a, a sports bar restaurant, like, in the hotel itself. Yeah. Um. But then, like, outside, like, directly outside, like, when you go through, like, the one of the doors in the back, um, it's just, like, you're on the shore. You're by the water. 
or sometimes you'll do people will do photo shoots um right outside like because there's also giant like gardens or like grass areas with plants to do like nature shoots um yeah it is um I've always found it to be like one of the cons where you're right like it is a photography con so in a sense people bring their a game yeah with some of like the best outfits I've ever seen um yeah yeah I know it's a it's a huge like build expose um the conventions that I do want to check out, I level up, uh, level up expo or level up con in Las Vegas next month. Oh my gosh, I wish I could go to that, but uh, I have my surgery next month. That's definitely top on the list. And then, you know, uh, Pax East Fan Expo, uh, Colossal Con, Katsu Con, um, NYCC. Um, but you know, it's probably not going to be a big yeah, convention for a while. Yeah, I've had stuff going on where I will try to do future NYCC because I've, I've been to that thing for like seven times. Yeah. Um, But stuff got changed for me personally where now i got to factor in hotel costs. Yeah. Because I would always stay with family members down there. Mm-hmm. Um, But um, they actually recently moved. So... um. I'm like half out of luck. Or maybe not. I, I still I still got some family members that live in different parts of New York. Yeah. That are hopefully close by to the Javits Center. But um yeah, I mean like they didn't go twenty twenty. Twenty twenty one was a little bit low key. I didn't go to it. Um, cause I know for me, I'm waiting to anxiously hear back about a media pass for PAX East. Okay. Um That's exciting. Yeah. That was actually the first con I got a media pass for under my own work. Um, <laughs> again, like I mentioned when we were fangirling over Jess, because I did that in the last episode with Avery. Um, you get Sorry, you're going to hear the same stuff, and I'm just telling you, <laughs> hey. So, yeah, no, like un- under my podcast, I was very uh, fortunate and lucky enough to get a media pass for uh, PAX East in 2020. And, yeah, that was when the after party was. It was the Predator, like, HP after party. Oh, man. Where they, I guess they were showing off some of their PC equipment, but I didn't give a shit. Um, <laughs> let's see, what else? Uh, yeah, NYCC is always a big con. I mean, it's gotten, as far as I'm aware of, it's gotten bigger than San Diego. Yeah, I know SCCC is a big one, too. Yeah. Um, PAX East. I've been to Fan Expo Boston. That's a lot of fun. A couple of times. Oh, yeah. Um, so it sounds like you're in. You're based in the East Coast, right? Yeah, I am. I am a, I am a Florida cosplayer right now. I'm not a Florida native. I almost said I'm a Florida native, but I'm actually um, from Atlanta, Georgia, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. The PAX East is a lot of fun. A lot of fun. A lot of gaming companies are there. Very easy uh, exhibition floor to navigate through. Mm-hmm. Um, very. It can be very segmented off at certain points where you got like the tabletop area. 
you got like I think like some esports areas, but like I've had a lot of a lot of fun memories at Pax East, where that's quickly become like my favorite con to go to. Oh yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I'm open to just anxiously have that um, pass notification, um, which I should be able to based on recent um, notifications I got from last year Mm -hmm. during their summer event where they essentially said, um, you know, if if you get a media pass for our online event, we'll also give you a media pass for any one of our in-person events next year. Okay, awesome. So, yeah. Just anxiously waiting for that to go through. Because um, I think they, they had opened up media applications like during Christmas or mm-hmm. close to it. And I think that delayed it. Um, so, I'm just waiting to hear back so I can book my hotel and just be done with it. Because that's in April. Yeah. Um... I'd love to go back to Katsukon at some point. Yeah. People have also been saying MAGFest is a lot of fun. Yeah, I've heard a lot about MAGFest. Um, and then I've heard a lot about Colossal Con. And then there's like some kind of Dallas convention that's supposedly new and a big deal. Mm. Mm. Um, cool. Um, so... So now you've just started cosplay. You haven't been doing it very long, but you're, I mean, you're already getting a lot of awesome, well-deserved recognition. Um, <laughs> okay, so I guess what I'll ask is, I guess, what, what do you hope to, like, achieve or, like, accomplish within the cosplay world in terms of like do you have any like dream projects you want to work on or that you are working on um yeah i there's as as any cosplayer goes the list never ends with uh what cosplays i want to do um i'm currently (laughs) yeah i'm currently working on a valkyrie elsa build so i just um learned how to use resin um, and I have a full resin cast clear blue sword. Um, Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm really excited to share that with the world. I just have to work on building the armor and sewing and everything like that. Um, as far as what I want to gain from cosplay, I don't, I don't necessarily want to be top dog. I just want to be able to financially support myself with this craft. Um, I want to be able to start teaching at some point. I love sharing cosplay knowledge. As you know, you mentioned earlier about my stories and stuff. I love resharing tips that will help somebody because I know yeah. that I definitely struggled and I don't want other people to struggle the way that I have. Um, yeah. So I'll share like or share like sell or sales or um, tips and tricks and stuff, but I definitely want to get into the teaching aspect of it. Um, start some YouTube videos and, Stream on Twitch more, and yeah, just want to really be a creative content person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the dream. I mean, yeah, that's that's a dream for me. I'd, I'd, I'd love for, like, I don't know, make bank with my show or, like, do, do, 
just just do something creatively. I, I am doing something creatively with my job currently, and I love it to death. But I guess just being within, like, maybe just, like, the cosplay space or, like, maybe just, like, within the convention circuit or mm -hmm. the gaming space. Like, I'd love to be in a position to sustain myself financially within those spaces because there are they are spaces that are um become very important to me and they just are a huge part of my life now and i just can't see myself living without cosplay and yeah going to con and video games and comic books and all that fun stuff right yeah i mean it's just you know cosplay is essentially being more than your real life self and escaping like all your real life troubles, all your real life drama and depression and all that. You just get to be more than what you are when you go to bed. You know, you, you get to be the person you've always wanted to be. And that goes with like D and D and stuff too. It, it ties in very well gaming and all that, but it's a it's a very happy, safe space, and I don't blame people for never wanting to leave. I don't want to leave. I want to make it my life. I eventually probably want to have kids and share it with them. And you know, I've also noticed cosplay is huge in the younger community as well. So I can't see. I can't wait to see where that takes us. Yeah, yeah. It, it's funny how I feel like. And I think this was brought up either in video interviewed or in Yaya's book where, like, oh. I feel like we're just in a continuous state of being a giant, giant-ass golden age of cosplay. Yeah. As far as information is concerned, because she would just be like, I feel like I remember, yeah, she must have talked about this. Like, she would recall, like, when she was cosplaying, like, back in the 90s. And even, I think, earlier than that, I don't know the full specifics, but just back then, it just it was just tough. Yeah. In getting information, because the internet wasn't widely available as it is now. And, um... And you had, yeah. like, small little anime groups, and they weren't even, like, big into cosplay. They'd just be big into anime. And mm -hmm. so, information was limited back in the day. Resources were limited. You didn't have Amazon. Like, Amazon is relatively new. Um buying fabric like you would have to buy it from ebay and it would take like a month to get in and you wouldn't even <laughs> oh, and sometimes God. longer than that sometimes you would never get your stuff in so the resources that you know we have today we're definitely fortunate we're blessed to have um being able to buy full cost like cosplay costumes that was definitely not a really a thing back in the day um Mm -hmm. You would you would find very low quality versions of it, and that would be the hot ticket item in the early two thousands. So mm -hmm. now you can buy full on Genshin Impact cosplays, um, and <laughs> you can buy it for a hundred bucks. So the resources have definitely expanded, and I'm happy. I'm happy. I don't want people to struggle like. You know, the younger... No, no. The younger cosplayers. I, I wouldn't know because I just started cosplaying two years ago, but I definitely, like, I did research back in the day because it's something I wanted to do but never had enough money to do. And I know that, like, resources were not as prevalent as they are now. And I'm I'm happy about that. You know, this Ab is a absolutely. golden age. Yeah. 
this is a golden age and self-expression is a huge thing for identity. So for people to be able to grasp that in an achievable way, that's great. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely hit the nail on the head with that. Um, hmm. Anything else you wanted to maybe bring up that you think would be a nice topic or, um, I don't know. I just, you know, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> no, you're, um, Hmm. I mean, I'm just hoping I was able to give you a lot of info to work with. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I mean, I say it with every guest, it'll always be in the back of my head because it's just the one. I think that's part of my primary mission with this show is to showcase, to not only showcase like just the best parts of the cosplay world and covering cons and my talking with my cosplay friends or, you know, with people like you and just to make sure it's an entertaining show, but then to also make sure that every guest that I have has a great time doing it. So. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, as far as like extra topics, I don't know. I think, I think people sometimes take cosplay too seriously. Um, they take the rules of it way too seriously. Cosplay is whatever you want it to be. Be whatever character you want to be. Put your own twist on it. Obviously, do it in a respectful manner. But, you know, uh, typecasting is just – it's such a toxic thing. Um, and it really discourages a lot of people because this is this is a – therapeutic outlet for a lot of people oh yeah you know so if you take the time out of your day to sit there and say oh this costume or this cosplay sucks because this person is a boy but they're being pretending to be a girl or this person is um african-american and the cosplay is white like uh, if you take time out of your day to say that to somebody i feel like you really just need to sit down and reevaluate you know your your goals and you know how you live your life because yeah. hate hate breeds hate at the end of the day hate breeds hate anger breeds anger and you know in this community you do see sides of that you see, that is unfortunately the ugly monster that's hiding in the corner um so yeah, yeah. I'll hear about it, but like I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm lucky enough that I don't see it pop up in my feed often. So I just, no, no, uh, no to drama, no thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm content with what I have right now. Like the, <laughs> the, co the cosplay circle group of friends that I've got, very content with that. So, yeah. I, cosplay is such a beautiful thing. It really is. And I think, you shouldn't, it's your own experience at the end of the day. Life is your own experience. So do what you want. F screw what other people think. <laughs> Especially Reddit. Those people are so mean on Reddit. <laughs> then don't go to Reddit. <laughs> well, some of them are nice, but. Some of them are nice. <laughs> I've gotten bullied really hard on Reddit. Oh, you poor oh. thing. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Yeah. 
I mean, honestly, that's a very beautiful way to end it. Because, I mean, staring at the time, going at this for an hour, that's perfect. <laughs> no, seriously, like, I strive to be, like, 45 minutes or up for every episode is, like, my standard for, like, yay, meaty episode. Woohoo! Okay, okay, nice. Get them listening more. <laughs> um, yeah. I guess we can just, yeah, wrap it up. Um, Kay, I can't thank you enough for being patient and willing to be on my show after all the crazy struggles that we had trying to set this up. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. No, it's it, totally fine. Totally. I mean, you did nothing wrong. You got sick. What are you supposed to do? Get, <laughs> get better in five seconds? That doesn't yeah, work like that. Try um, to survive. Yeah, no. You're fine. You're gorgeous. You're really sweet. Um, I am really excited to see what else you're going to put out uh, content-wise. But, yeah, in that case, uh, Kay, um, if people want to go follow your work, where do they go? Okay, so um, across most platforms, I'm Kay Jorah Cosplay. Um, Instagram is my main platform, so it'll be Kay Jorah, K-A-Y-J-O-R-A dot cosplay. Um, Twitch is just Kay Jorah. And I think my Twitter might be KJ Cosplay. I'm I'm in the process of rebranding, I guess. Your Twitter? <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to. It was originally KJ, but then, then um, you know, my original username is KJora, so I wanted to kind of revert back to that. Um, there is someone on Instagram that has taken my username, though, that I am struggling to get back. But that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Um. But yeah, you can find me across most platforms like that. Um, I will be streaming on Twitch more this year. Um, and I do have in my highlight section on Instagram how I've made my costumes. So if you're ever interested. Oh, that's in... neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> if you're ever interested in learning, um, there's that knowledge for you. So. Teacher Teacher K coming out with do your homework. There's your homework. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh my gosh. Well, yeah, I had a lot of fun. I really yeah, hope you did too. I and did. I hope everyone else enjoyed listening. Um Yeah, no, I mean it it's been tough trying to get the ball rolling and I mean it's only been what, twenty two days into the new year, so it's not that yeah. terrible, but no, I am rejuvenated to like get this new season going and i can't wait to put out new episodes for you guys so i hope you guys yeah. stick around and listen um definitely probably can expect k to be back on the show <laughs> if if she wants to yeah for sure for future like talk about cons and all that fun stuff but uh yeah yeah before i ramble anymore thank you all so much for listening and i will see you all in the next episode Woot woot.